Microphone check. One, two, one, two, one, two. We are live back in action. Uh, damn it. I was just about to say it. Just about to say it. Just about to say it. Uh, but I can't say it. We are rebranding. Oh, boy. Uh, we are. They'll know by now. Uh, they'll see They'll uh, see the picture by now. I hate that word. We sold out. <laughs> we, we totally did. So? <laughs> and, when, and when I talked to my immediate circle, they were all like, nah, that name was amazing. And I was like, nope, got to rebrand. Well. We're moving into... Doper well, spaces. Moving on up. It's not just us talking it, anymore. Oh, see, now I'm uncomfortable because I agree with more like so. But, man. Oh, no. Fuck that, man. We sold out. We're here for the bigger picture, guys. I'm here we for the bag. want to continue to do this podcast. I will call kid. this shit anything for the bag. <laughs> we'll call it the bag. I will chill, the fucking the bag. The bag podcast. For the bag? <laughs> this name of the podcast is for the bag. <laughs> you goddamn right we sold out. What the fuck is you talking about? about? Two hours of fucking ads. For hey, the bag. Hey, bro, hey um, we laughing and joking, but we have not sold out yet. Exactly. Yet is the key that, motherfucking word. That, for that the lets bag. you know where this is headed. We ain't even sell out yet and we sold out. And I'm not going to talk too much on this because you other podcasters haven't quite figured it out yet. <laughs> so I'm right. sure. No. Um, and you're and, not going to know. Yeah, and so I'm going to it's get, too late. <laughs> till we sold out already. <laughs> and it's episode 109 of For The Bad. 108, but... 108, all right. Out, so don't so we're at 108. Uh, welcome to the, the, the Joe Button <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> I want 108 bags. Across from me is Rory Lane. <laughs> That's just not even that funny. To Rory's. Why do I have to still blink, close my left eye to know which direction is which across from Rory? <laughs> I'm closing my left eye trying to figure out which way Maul is Wait, from that's Rory. That's how you figure out your left eye? Yeah, minutes? I'm oh still that God. guy. That's I, crazy. Whatever. Okay. That's whatever crazy. works. Whatever Maul, works. You can't never say that's crazy to me no more. All right, and, and Maul is next to Rory. <laughs> Because Maul do too much crazy shit to be able to say that. Oh, you. damn, that's crazy. For real. And you know what got me to thinking about that? What? Because now we're really getting into, and I didn't want to start with this or talk about it too much, but now that we're really getting closer to pool party time, mm-hmm. in my head I'm just thinking of all your greatest yeah, pool greatest party. Year. You yeah. should have a DVD. I should. I wish I did. I swear to God. I wish you I should. did. should. I'm thinking about all of that. Right. So, yeah, Maul, you can't ever say that's crazy to me. Uh, all right, so... Where do we begin? Oh, what episode is this? 108? 108, yeah. 108. Uh, where do we begin? I feel like a lot has happened. I'm very... I, now that I do the complex shit with, with fucking academics, I, I really cherish the time I spend with you guys, and I'd be happy to see y'all on Tuesdays now. <laughs> yeah. Now it really just be like... You know, some people used to say, oh, I love it since Maul has come. It sounds like barbershop talk. And I was like, yeah, I get how they say that. But now it's like that for me. Yeah. It's uh, like, oh, yes. Like... Yeah. Like, Rory's even, like, an adult now to me. Right. I'll be 27 in, like, a week. Which yeah. I told him. That's kind of crazy. Wait, let's address that, too. I told Rory that he's about to be 27, which means he has to shed all of his fuckboy behavior now. Well, no, that's, that's what at I'm saying. 27? So, yes. Yeah, I don't think you do. But I still don't have that little safeguard where if I do some dumb shit, I'd be like, oh, I'm young. I'm all right. Yeah. Nah, at 27, 27 starts, that's gone. Mm. That's gone. You think he still has room? Well, yeah. where I want to end up, I think I should start not with my fuck boy shit. Twenty seven should be the way to start. Yeah, I've been I've been hanging out with me and Roy. Been hanging out a little bit, man. I'm, I see how he be moving out there in the streets a little bit. Me, me and Maul was at forty forty. 
I see how Rory oh, works. No works wonder y'all renamed Rory is a fun. No, no, no. Let me tell bag. you about Rory. So he. Oh wait, I love to hear about <laughs> so Rory. I love to hear about me so too. So this, so some dude that, oh, we, that we went to go crazy. support Mac Mac Wilds and his 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 music and uh his shout out to Mac. Event. Shout out to Mac at at forty forty. So we walk in. So some guy walks us in. He's walking. In. Now I'm thinking Rory knows this guy, right? Like he's walking in. Him and Rory talking. Rory turns to me after the guy says, "Yo, we should flick it up." He asks for a flick. In the middle of walking upstairs in the forty forty, so I'm thinking a packed forty forty. Yeah, so I'm like, it's kind of weird. That he yeah, who for a pick? Rory. Well, no, mind you, wanted you. to pick with Rory. Yes, we we walk up to the to the actual door and they say, yo, I'm gonna go grab blank, whatever his name was. And I'm thinking it was Maul's connect because Maul is fucking Big's brother, and we're at forty forty. So My I'm connect. thinking maybe this is a Maul is part owner in forty forty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Honestly, for real. Honestly, he says, okay. For real. So but let I'm, me no. Let me tell a story. I'm thinking this is Maul's man's. This dude, this dude is is, oh, this dude is like, really talking to Rory like they know each other, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Rory turns to me and says, "Who the fuck is that?" <laughs> so, so I'm thrown off now because I'm like, "What do you mean? You and this dude have been having conversation? I don't know for thirty minutes." Yeah, he's like, "I don't know that guy." So then the dude come in, he starts talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I hear Rory say, oh, yeah, Maul right here. <laughs> Yo, I was doing that all night. It was great. So I everybody had... that's recognizing Rory from the podcast, he wants to pull me right into that fuck shit. This like, was the great. I've nah, Maul had... right here. That's what he keeps saying to everybody. Maul right here. You ain't see Maul? Because <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm this not... is not what we're doing tonight. I'm not really a people person, even though I seem to be one, but I always want to be nice to our fans because I do appreciate when they listen. So I don't want to be rude when people come up. But now that I have Maul next to me, I can just be like, thanks. Yo, Maul's right here. Don't and that's that. my oh, duck out. My that's the, I'm the wrong person because I, <laughs> I will spin that shit all the way around. I don't know who he talking about and who he think I am right now, See, but that ain't me. That, that whole story you just said is exactly why I stay home. Right. To avoid the weird guy talking to me for 10 minutes in 40-40. Yeah, but I watched War- Rory the work the room. And I see how he be moving out there. Especially at Henny Palooza, right? Oh, man. Henny I don't Palooza. work the room. You need a documentary on just you. I could work a room, just not at Henny Palooza. <laughs> <laughs> on just, on just you. you. <laughs> <laughs> just need a documentary. Rory's very interesting, me. too. I was telling Johnny, right? And I, I don't want this to be all this, all this fucking small talk, but I was telling Johnny a few weeks ago that this podcast turned out dope by mistake yeah, because it was organic Rory Rory ended up just here as a friend just holding it down right I had no idea that you and your off-air lifestyle is cool to the hipster people so you mm-hmm. brought the hipsters then Maul came organically and brought the NBA <laughs> NFL crowd, uh, the uh, Bronx bitches. Maul the Bronx brought, bitches the Maul brought, brought a crowd. Maul brought yeah. us the eighteen-year-old demographic yeah. too. Yeah, and uh, and I just get us in rap beef. Yeah, hey, you're keeping the hipsters now. Yeah. Y'all, y'all pushing that agenda hard. It's not, we're not pushing. It's really it. just you. It's really just you. Nah. I'm not a hipster. Nothing about me says hipster. Now you're employed by the. Hipsters. I'm getting rid of the fucking hipsters up there. I've enjoyed your rants. I've liked them. I oh, disagree yo. with you a bit on L.A. Reid, but that's mm. neither here nor there. Oh, please. Just a bit. Outside he did some, of LaFace, he did some good. Outside, he has outside of LaFace. Jeezy, Jeezy was L.A. Reid. Jeezy was Shakir. Brought to L.A. Reid. Yeah, what did L.A. do with so it? So again, a lot of good. Oh, please. So my main point was. 
He just doesn't have his pulse on hip-hop. He has other people to do that. Shakia, rest in peace, being one of them. Um, Puff being another one. Fucking uh, Shaw Money I'm, being another one. Come on, how you gonna argue against this? Uh, I was also <laughs> gonna argue against you saying they exploited Bobby Shmurda. And while I kind of do feel that way, they brought to, <laughs> to bring up Shaw, they brought Shaw in because L.A. and Shaw are very close. It's mm-hmm. L.A. saying, I'm not really a rap guy. You are the rap guy right now. So uh, Shaw brought Bobby and them in. I know. So Shaw was in charge. It wasn't like they were exploiting it. Shaw's from G-Unit. It just so happened it was a very terrible ending. But what'd you think? L.A. was going to bail him out? I never thought that. I think that. it could have ended much different had he had the backing and support of his label. All right, so <laughs> so if Russell Simmons is that's in charge with Shaw Money, that, that's not happening. What year is it? Now. Uh, maybe I agree with you. It's probably not happening today. All right, uh, 1997. Oh, yeah, he's getting out. He's backing him. We're backing Bobby Schmurder in 1997. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, in 97. Yeah. Sony. Hell yeah. It's Rory, fucking Sony. You are wrong, my nigga. Yeah, we are. In 97. In 97, definitely. In 97, we're going to get Bobby Schmurder. Today, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Nah, the label's letting Sony, him be. sit. Not hey, wait, wait. If he had that, that if he had that hit, that hit and it worked like that in 97, he's coming home. Yeah. No. No, Wait, no, and he no, got no. more in the tuck? Because you know he went in with more in the tuck. He had shit working. They was excited. Bobby still got shit in the tuck. Bobby's going to come home with shit. And Bobby's going to be just fine. That's, that's why my, I can't wait for him to get out. That's my but, point. So you know. So, exactly. No, but I'm saying. That's why they would get him out in 97. That case is being determined by the state of New York, not an exec at a record label that's on Sony. That case is Sony is running the fuck out of here. What you think? Oh, you bail talking Bobby about, out now? Oh, wait, you talking about Sony in 97. I don't care about yeah, no, Sony. About Sony is talking about Epic. Sony is Tommy Matola. Epic, I don't even remember where L.A. was and what was going on. He, he was, wasn't there, but I'm just saying, back then, I don't care about the label. I, but we're we getting him out in I 97. Give L.A. a lot of credit for Dungeon Family, too. We can wrap this up because they can watch Kendrick. Uh, your TV show for that. Shut up. <laughs> your TV like show. That def- sounds real. I had real. to defend L.A. I, a little bit. <laughs> I started to send a bunch of mashed potatoes up there for all that corn, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. It's a lot of that was the <laughs> oldest thing you ever said. Yeah, there's a lot of corn Speaking up there. Speaking of 97. I started to send 30 pounds of mashed potatoes up there with an anonymous name. Yo, you're so dumb. And for the corn. <laughs> All that fucking corn up there, man. It's a good show. Yeah, it is. A million, a, a million fucking views across all platforms daily. Yeah, it's a good show. You know what that means? Oh, you bitches, I'm coming. <laughs> Some of y'all don't know what that means. We're getting that, into that later, too. But uh, Kendrick, yeah. we've cookie cutter discussed this on my cookie cutter platform. Of course. We're, that we're ridding of cookie cutterness. So this we're going to. someone that said uh, Kendrick is not melodic. That's who you did it with. But continue, continue, continue. Yeah, that, I didn't understand that, but okay, <laughs> go ahead. Y'all have to understand that academics really don't know shit. Axe said something very smart that I, I might steal from him. These stands make you say bad things about artists you like. I thought that that's was true. Dope. I like when Axe said that. That was true. He's a good, sensible kid, and when he learns the ropes of the business, he'll get it. But unfortunately, he speaks for the corners. a community. Oh, have you checked the YouTube comments? No, I will not. No, no nope. I will not. Obviously, nope. that's not everyone that's viewing. It's only the people that are weird enough to comment on a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. They are all there for academics. Mm. That is their god. He's a god, I know. He is a god. Is on he YouTube. a god? It's, on YouTube? It, dog, it blew me away. I, I didn't understand I learned it. something every day. I didn't know that. Well, com, Complex viewed him as competition at, at some point. 
So, I mean, that says enough for me. <laughs> Complex viewed academics as competition? Yeah. I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, me and Maul were talking. Me and yeah. Maul have been hanging out a lot this week. We went yeah. out to dinner with people and shit. Yeah. Y'all are losers. We were, yeah. What are y'all doing? Maybe. You're Why are y'all going out to dinner? Listen, I learned. We going out to dinner with uh, we've learned, great people. We've learned that all of the corny shit, I'm doing it now. I don't give a fuck. Me and Maul are going to start skits on YouTube. I'm doing all the corny shit. We was trying to be cool. Because they're giving working. bags for corny now. And I want a bag. I have a theory about about. Mall and, and wanting the bag. The corny people are still going to get the bag. Yeah. So it's corniness added with going to get the bag. You know how many talented niggas I know that ain't willing to get up and go get the fucking bag? That's a, that's that's correct. That's my point. That's correct. So we can't be mad at any of the. No corny no no. Never mad. Bags. Never mad. I'm just going to get the bag. We can still call them corny though. Yeah, they oh, always yeah, yeah, corny. Yeah. yeah, no, we can call them corny shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand, I'm gonna spoon feed and w- baby step walk academics to a bigger bag. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna change his life real quick, like he's fucking Kalen or somebody. Um, oh my God. Uh, Kendrick. So, so let, let's get to, uh, let's get to Kendrick. That's a wild yeah. transition. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick has the ability to to stop time because Rory just reminded me that his album just came out. Yeah. We haven't discussed it at all on this podcast, yet I feel like this is our eighth <coughs> podcast discussing <coughs> Kendrick's album or the and build he, up or the and anticipation. Like I told y'all, he was gonna get niggas out of here. He was gonna be rapping his motherfucking ass off. Well, no one died, guys. No, I know no you one said died. he was getting everyone the fuck out. But I said he was no gonna deliver died. a great album. He did. But I will say right now Kendrick Lamar is the best active rapper alive, and I will stand by that. Mm. Oh good, this opens the door. This mm. opens the door for my take. My mm. take on this one. The best active. Best active rapper alive. That I specifically saved for this podcast. And my definition of active is not you put a verse out every once in a while. No, you're talking about like full projects. you are active. Yeah. Mm. You're putting albums out. That's a bold statement, but I see why you make that statement. Okay, Joe. Hmm. Let's see you ready post. for it? Let's not get into, because I know where you, you can ready go. for yeah, it? I'm ready. Now, let me let me explain this to the listeners. Now that I have this fucking complex show, it forces me to think about things that I've never wanted to think about. You've been realizing things? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I have been realizing things, right? So, as an MC, the answer to this question has always been myself. So when I am forced to take me out of this equation and think about the field. Mm. Somehow I think I've narrowed it down. I think I have narrowed down my best rapper in the world to two individuals tied, one A, one B, both for very different reasons, and I put these two gentlemen against any two that anybody else would think of. Ready? Yeah. Number one, I go Kendrick. Mm. Predictable. Mm-hmm. Two, I go Royce. Royce the five nine. Kendrick Lamar, Royce the five nine. Mm. To me, those are the two best rappers in the world currently, right now, today. I don't think that's a super hot take. I will say mm. you put Royce and Kendrick against each other on a stage and just rap. Royce is tearing Kendrick's ass up. I'm gonna remember more lines from Royce. It'll be wittier. But if these two were supposed to make an album that wait, comes out wait. the same day, mm-hmm. a rap album, 
I think Kendrick is is going over Royce there just from his artistry point of view. And I think that's also because Royce comes from old school where you rap. Kendrick is forced to do this melodic shit just because that's what's popping right now. But he mixes it so well with rap music that I think he'd have the better album right now. But you put them on a stage, Royce is tearing Kendrick the fuck up, in my opinion. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, lyrically, I, I agree with you. I think that Kendrick may have the better performance on that stage. Mm. Kendrick, He's shorter. He's a little ball of energy. Kendrick, I get it. Kendrick is an amazing performer, mm. much better than a lot of us. And I say us as in us, all us, the rappers, much better than a lot of us. Well, Kendrick to me is an artist in every sense of the word. He pays attention to detail. He's yeah. very calculated. He, you know, he's very conscious of how he looks and how he comes across and how his music sounds. And he blends jazz and hip hop and mm-hmm. all these different genres in his music. So he's more he's 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 an artist, and you see that when he he's on stage. Royce is very meticulous. He's he's a perfectionist. Yes, you know what I mean. Like I've sat in the studio with Royce, and I'm like Jesus Christ. He's different. Royce. Yeah, it's like his shit. hair is different. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's like he's so like he hears shit, and you like oh, how the fuck did you even hear that? You know what I mean? Like he's very again pays attention to detail, and he's very calculated in what he does. I'm not mad at those two names at all. I now, Royce to me wasn't. I didn't. That's not a popular name that people would have thought you would throw out there at all. Because people don't really follow Royce's catalog like they should, and they don't pay attention to him like they should. Although he's been gaining ears this last year, I'm seeing more people pay attention and mention Royce. Yeah. Hey, let, I, yeah, I want to take a second to really highlight highlight some shit because that's true. Mm-hmm. People ain't really watching Royce. Mm-hmm. Uh, Often at times, b- because him and I are so close, mm-hmm. I may not watch him. Right. Right? Just because, you, you know, you get caught in your own lives and shit, right? Mm-hmm. But really look at all of Royce's last seven years, damn near, I could say. Right. From success is certain to prime to bad meets evil mm-hmm. To even recently with the slew of fucking freestyles. Which mm-hmm. that's why I feel comfortable Wait, with, with layers. Your there. <laughs> because Royce doesn't seem like he's letting up at all. He's he seems like not, he's getting better. Yeah, project <laughs> wise. Yeah. Nah, he ain't letting up steam at all. And for a nigga that has been here rapping since the nineties, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said for that type of longevity. Now today when we talk about who's the best MC. We don't really think about longevity. That's not really important. Back in the day when the everybody only genre had in the world, by the way, that doesn't care about longevity. Like that's the only reason that you know. And it seems like it seems like when uh, we say it, it may be hate. Like, but when you say Kendrick is not in the top ten, for most people, it's just a longevity thing. Like where you rank him yeah. on the all time list. Right. Clearly, his performance warrants that. Album wise, sometimes it's not fair to do that because you he hasn't had the opportunity to fail. I mean, of course he has, but to the people that are in there, we know Hove has been putting out nine albums that were amazing. Mm-hmm. So Kendrick putting out three, of course, is great. But yeah, I kind of have to put the longevity point in there because I know this artist has done this for multiple and multiple albums. They continue to deliver. Yeah. I can't say that. With Kendrick, I can compare Kendrick's first three albums to another artist's first three albums and come up with something there. And I can say he's the best active rapper. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if I'm ready to put him in there off three three records. That's all. You know what I have? What I didn't even really notice until I 
stopped and thought recently. Um, Wale, Kendrick, Cole, Sean, all of these gentlemen, right? They're like the elder statesmen now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. Shit. What? Is that not crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Wale has put out a shit ton Those of albums. Are, they are the veterans. <laughs> yeah. Leading the the core. Mm-hmm. We better be looking at who the fuck is underneath them. Let me tell you something. That academics kid, the academics schools me on hip hop a lot off air. He does. And I don't ha- have any idea who Playboy Cardi is. He's up and coming. But my that's my point. <clears throat> There's a lot of them. It's a million of them up and comers now mm-hmm. with platforms and followings that people people fuck with that kid. Like, people know his music, is what I'm saying. Like, that's where did time go? <laughs> this is my point. Right. I feel like time has just been, like, encapsulated the past decade. Like, Marvin's I mean, Room and Take Care, they, these are old 2011, joints. yeah. Well, hip-hop moves, one year is five years to hip-hop. So it moves very quickly. It's not like most genres. And especially with the internet now, every a minute is one fucking year now. So that you have yeah. to take into <clears throat> account. Is this the year that that the summer anthem returns in hip hop? That's a good not, has question. Has there not been one? What what, what was Before it? Before we left year? Kendrick, I did at one more point. No, we getting right back to Kendrick. Uh, Young M A. That that to me, I I think I could be wrong. Just off the top of my head. And off the top of mind, I feel like the last summer anthem was Bobby Schmurder. No, Young M A. Definitely took that. Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, last think, year. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, Hef- All right, so what was, was the, the one shit. before that? The year uh, before that? The summer before that? Maybe I'm thinking of that summer. All right, but yeah. either way, Kendrick. Uh, to Maul's point of Kendrick's, Kendrick's artistry, because I know we're speaking of him as a rapper, and Maul make a great point of how Kendrick, even though he's a phenomenal rapper, has became a great artist too, I think. Since we're ranking rappers, let's rank artists. Is Drake a better artist than Kendrick? Yes. I don't think it's fair, but I'm still going to say Drake is a better artist. He has more facets to his game. It's, it's not even really a fair competition. Yeah. But he's a better artist. Yeah. I think Drake is, is a better. I, I'm comfortable saying that because mm-hmm. I know a lot of Drake people got really, really upset. I don't this like weekend. to. I don't like to, to, to compare Drake as an artist. Drake as an artist is like Madonna. Yeah. But he's still a, ra- <laughs> he's still a rapper. Right. So he's allowed to be in these conversations. I don't think so. See, I think that's over with. I think that's over with. That's and that's just where I could be wrong. He was rapping. Drake more like still him. raps. That nigga is far eclipsed. That nigga's star is. Drake is the new Lionel Richie, man. Yeah, he's he's like he's like he's okay. like real like a Michael Jackson. Let me put this <laughs> point. Let me put this point then. And I'm not trying to diss him or throw shady. If, if you people can't just diss somebody by I calling said. him Lionel Richie or Michael Jackson, <laughs> that Maul, doesn't even make sense to me. That's listen, not a diss. Maul. That's not a diss in any. I'm telling you, I don't Maul, know what the fans like, come on, be thinking, man. bro. I know like, you're new to the podcast. Like, <laughs> everything f- we say about Drake the is the fuck. Like, come on, man, stop it. So that's why I wouldn't even. So now Kendrick. All right. Oh, has Drake taken himself out? Of the best rapper alive or in the top ten, with this transition, has he taken himself out of that conversation See, with his success? And that mall is why I, maybe someone would take it as a diss, because the trade-off for being as big as Michael Jackson is all of the purists are going to say, "Well, we're not putting you in the top five rappers because you're mm. not a rapper, really." Like 
I know Slaughterhouse has done grading Drake as a rapper because he's he's big. He's not that. He's like he's a different package. Yeah, he's a different package. So Kendrick is at the top of rap artistry. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So that's not a fair fight. I'm picking Drake against most people that you put him against their artistry. I'm picking Drake. All right. <clears throat> I do want to do the point that I that I brought up. Kendrick's first three albums versus who we would say would be in the top five. Like, let's just go with the basics that everyone loves. M, J, Big, throw Pac in there, uh, Nas. Is that a cool five, just for the sake of conversation? Um. All right, let's go through it. Pac is really not fair. Pac produced better albums later yeah, on in his career. Tupacalypse mm-hmm. Now was, I think most of us would say, not the greatest debut, but it had joints on it. Um, Nas, what was Nas's third album? Uh, I Am. Oh, that's a tough three. I'm I'm going with Nas is three over Kendrick then if I am is the third. It's tough when you have Illmatic and it was written as your first two. <laughs> well, and this is my point with Nas and Hove. Contrary to popular opinion out there, I love both of those third albums. Well, mm-hmm. I like Volume Two over Volume One for Hove. I, I like I Volume vo- One too. I do too. I love Volume One. I don't understand why people. Hove hate be it, getting killed. Which one is it that Hove gets killed for? Volume, volume One, because it had all the old oh. beats that should have went to Big. Man, <laughs> Volume and, One is and, a and classic. Blueprint Two, they kill him for that double disc. That should have been a single disc. That if that were a single disc, then mm-hmm. Jay is still on his hot streak. Mm-hmm. Well, but he was still on his hot streak regardless of that album or not. He was still hot. No, 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 no. I'm saying, all right, wrong choice of words. Of course, he was on his hot streak. Uh, album streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, M, Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, Eminem show? Am I wrong? It sounds right to me. It sounds right to me. The that Eminem right show to. takes takes M out of that. Uh, you think? Listen, I'm not the biggest Eminem fan. Those three albums are tough to beat. Yeah. Am I thinking of Encore? Yes. Maybe? Eminem show was uh, probably what's, one what's of his on, most successful on Eminem albums. Show? Uh, and that's wild. Come on, internet. That's another case where I'm so close to somebody that now I'm forgetting their catalog. <laughs> and I don't mean me and M are besties, but I'm saying. Uh, keep talking because Ferrari's internet's not. Why right. would I ever destroy Av? Do you know the niggas I have beefed with? <laughs> well, we're going to get into that. <laughs> Let's stay on topic. But uh, as I'm thinking about the people I have beefed with in my career. Uh, white America, Clean It Out My Closet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing yeah, for yeah. the Moment, yeah, yeah, no, Superman, Haley Song. Oh, yeah, no. M Yo. is back. M is back. M is back. M is back. I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> M, M is back. back. <laughs> M is back. M is back. I'm M going back. with M. Yeah. All right, so I'm going yeah. with M's. I'm going with Nas. I'm going with J's. Big we can't do. Unless and I'm going with Big. Again. And <laughs> I'm not doing Born Again, but if I count Life After Death as, as two, two, then I'm doing Big too. And do you know that people are have the fucking audacity in my mentions? That's the problem with this complex show. It's putting also, people in my mentions to talk about hip-hop. Oh, Pun yeah. and Big have, are not at equal place because they were both overweight and died early. Mm. Pun is a better rapper. Big is a better artist. Um, Pun is a better lyricist. Yeah. That's Big is a better rapper. Mm-hmm. All right, that's probably a better way to put it. Uh, but with that said, back to that whole aging thing. I don't know how great Kendrick's three albums are going to age. I can't call that. I think they're going to age well, but to I don't know. To Pimp a Butterfly only sets this Kendrick back a little bit for to, me. To you, not yeah, to I, the rest yeah, no, of the world. No, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. Now wait now. Because outside and of that's us, not fair, those first three albums would beat a lot of people we just said. I want to know who is picking Kendrick's first three albums 
to win against Nas, M, or Hove? People my age, I think a good majority would. Oh, well, then they're not familiar. I'm, I'm talking about people that are familiar with all three, or everybody's catalog. But that's tough because you grew up on that stuff, so it means more to y'all <clears throat> than we grew up. Well, not grew up, but came you know came into our own around those albums, so they may mean more to, to us than the Nas ones. That raises an interesting question and point. Do y'all underrate Hove's catalog? I don't know if you should ask me this. But underrate? Do not, not you or Rory or me, but the people younger than Rory, the people that are, you know, like the people watching sports today, may, just, we know, they know Jordan is the man. Yeah. yeah. But you they know, don't know Jordan. I, I, was think, the man. I think, I think, see, the thing is for me with music, is, is, it captures a moment in time. So I think it, it hits you in a, you know, it hits you differently when you were actually out and doing things and moving around when this music was created because you can relate to things differently. A lot of people wasn't coming outside around Volume One. No. A lot of people wasn't coming outside Reasonable Doubt. A lot of people wasn't coming outside Illmatic. You know what I'm saying? So they don't really understand it. It don't. They don't. They don't recognize the the greatness in it because they weren't. You know, they were too young. You know what I'm saying? Like just like a lot of people now, they think that LeBron is better than Mike. You have some people say that LeBron is the greatest basketball. That player. crowd is growing. Yeah, it is. By the way, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I, I don't no. feel that's, that way. That's because we've watched LeBron for the past ten years. It's been tangible in front of that's us. That's what I'm saying. So it's like we, you know, cats, the kids growing up now. That's their Jordan. Highlights LeBron. don't really capture it. Right. Like, like you had way, to be really in front of the TV on Sunday to see the Bulls and the Knicks when Mike was in the Garden going against Pat. Like you, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't just to watch that now. It doesn't even feel the same. Because you had to really be out, like, really old enough to understand the game. Yeah, like, I had a little bit of money when when uh, I Show You How to Do This, Son, came out. And let me tell you, it's a different feel. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's different. It's different. Like, Damn, like, I'll you fade them hoes. Yeah. How you gave them that. Ah! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like I'll listen to like a boogie down productions song and respect it and totally understand what it means, but I, it doesn't feel not, you don't feel I don't it. feel nothing yeah. with it. Yeah, that's, and I don't so mean that disrespectfully. Point. I just was no, not even alive when it right, came out. Right, that's what that's my Man, point. That's my going point. Sick of you niggas with your now or later raps. Rap about it now. Hope you get it. That nigga. Yeah. Hold at a run where. And I don't want to turn this into Hove because the three of us are huge Hove fans, so we'd be here forever. But God damn, he had a run where he was just the deadliest nigga in the I've universe. Sa- I've yeah. said that Hove is <laughs> underrated lyrically. Yeah. I believe I that. Think I think he's underrated lyrically. I would I agree. That. I, uh, that. I would out, agree. Chris Rock, I think, put it the best. Anytime, whatever music was playing when you started getting pussy, that's the music you're going to love for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I agree. That probably stands I agree. in this conversation. I agree. I was talking to Kaiser the other day. I told him, uh, Kaiser, me and me and my father tore him and Angie up in the Spade tournament. They was winning. Me and my father got a 10. Kaiser thinks we were cheaters to this day, right? But anyway, so I told him to set up the card game with him and Hove. Mm-hmm. And he said, damn, man, I miss old Hove, man. Mm-hmm. I miss, I miss, uh. I miss when Hove had enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Kaiser, I'm happy that I could, you know, I could say, well, let's play cards. Right. Maybe get a verse one day. I'm happy to hear all that. Kaiser, right. oh, yeah, all that's great. Right. But I'm telling you, Joe, man, remember when Hove had enemies? Yeah. Think about when Hove had enemies. Yeah. I miss that. Mm-hmm. I say, yeah, that was a good time in hip hop, too, it though, was. when Hove had enemies. It definitely was. Um, Shit. Everyone was. Hove is a bad enemy to have. <laughs> the worst. Why would you want to have him as an enemy? The pettiest. The pettiest. 
I should ask you that. Yeah, right. I was stupid. <laughs> okay. Well, no, 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 no. Over's a friend of the show. Wait, to me, I'm I don't know about well you. Well documented as being the dumbest nigga ever yeah, in no, my twenties. No, yeah, you were. I was wrong and stupid. Yeah. Right in uh, point and emotion. Wrong in every other arena and facet. Mm-hmm. So fuck me in my twenties, nigga. Right. I'm fully loaded now. Right. Oh, we rocking now, though, baby. All right, right so uh, what else do we have about Kendrick? Kendrick is great. The uh, album is great. Duckworth, where do you put that as far as stories go? Mm. All right, so now I got killed for saying that uh, maybe Kendrick is the best storyteller that we have today in hip-hop, and all the Cole fans got mad at me. Well, I, I don't like that, Cole fans. I don't like I don't like that. Now I see how y'all feel about Button fans and, and Wale fans. I don't like how I'm talking about one rapper and now y'all just bring up a whole different rapper. Right. I'm well, not saying that Cole don't that, tell stories. But they're arguing that Cole may be better, but their energy is directed in I can't believe you didn't say Cole. Right. The- Does Cole tell a better story than Kendrick Lamar? I'm asking you both your opinion. Um Cole it, is Cole is a good storyteller though. He's a great yeah. storyteller. Lost, Lost Ones was a phenomenal story. That's early Cole. Um, this this past album, which I didn't like, the last record is an incredible story though. Um, up, it, it could compete with Duckworth. It could. Let Duckworth me is nuts because it's true. Well, to, they no, say it's it still it's nuts. If it wasn't true, it would be nuts. If it was all a lie, it would be nuts. <laughs> It's more that you're right. That's the icing on the cake. Yeah. But if that was a false story and he was f- just made it up and wrapped it, it's still hard. <laughs> it's, hmm. it's still crazy. Now, with that said, Lupe, I know Maul hates it every time I say that name, but Lupe is a great storyteller as well. Because <laughs> you're just too cool to listen to Lupe. Where do you get this from? I, don't, I, I, feel, I still don't understand. I'm where telling you, you this from. one time at the compound, we had a talk, and I said I Lupe Beans, and of course you pick beans, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, right. But the way that you were so dismissive of Lupe got me to saying, "Damn," because you were like the voice of of the streets to me, all your Bronx goonies. So, <laughs> so that was telling me, "Damn, the streets ain't feeling Lupe the way I'm feeling them." No, like I, that's not even a question. Lupe versus Beans, that no, no. dismissive. No, I, you I, thought the streets was gonna. That's an odd question for the streets. Lupe's a fucking gang member that knows karate and carries swords. (laughs) Why is that wild? At that that time, time, he was not like like that. That wasn't known. Man, y'all better go check yeah. Lupe's fucking no, background, I f- that's man. Why I, I'm not I don't, I don't Lupe. how you keep saying I don't fuck with Lupe. That's I be joking around that. with Lupe, but I don't really want sauce. Right, right. <laughs> like, y'all better act, nah, dead ass. Go ask about him. Right. So I wouldn't think that that's absurd if somebody in the streets were to say, like, that, when Kid Bush came common. out, before he really got super weird. Mm-hmm. Joe, yeah. come on. At that point in hip-hop, being on a skateboard was just Pharrell. That was a little odd. And you didn't think of Pharrell as a goon. Right. So it was you bring up Beans being one of the bigger goons in hip-hop, yeah, I'm going to look at you nuts at that point and say, how would you compare those two? I was only comparing them as rappers because even though Beans is a street nigga, impeccable MC, impeccable MC. Mm -hmm. Lupe, for whatever walk of life he comes from, impeccable MC. But anyway, off to my bigger point. Lupe, phenomenal storyteller, underrated storyteller. Now, Underrated artist, period. Yes, I agree. Future best storyteller, future best storyteller. 
Jackie uh, join, uh, Joiner Joiner Lucas Lucas Joiner Lucas Joiner motherfucking Lucas I thought you were saying I said, future yeah. you were bringing I thought you were bringing future up no Joiner Lucas yeah he's a, he's a, oh uh, my pick for future in the future best storyteller well, is Joiner Lucas, Lucas right now has one of the better you could compare that to Duckworth it's just not as popular uh, the shit about the kid that got shot in Michigan yeah, that was crazy that story with was crazy with the video phenomenal yeah. that kid is really really talented very mad that uh that Shaw scooped him up Real mad about it. I'm happy. I'm Team Shaw. So you like real, you are real Team Shaw. I would not be sitting here right now if it wasn't for Shaw Money. I love Shaw too. So I mean, there's nothing for me to argue. Oh yeah. Well, I'm indebted. So <laughs> whatever yeah. he does, I have to support it. I, I fuck with fuck with Shaw. Uh, but yeah, I was real mad he picked up Jordan Jordan Lucas. Uh, don't you fuck that up, Shaw. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. No, nah, you. Can, I don't think. You don't can you yeah. fuck that up, Sha. I, I, I don't think he could do that. They just did a that really kid's... a really long tour, so I, I think he's definitely in the in the right space. And yeah. you have time because that kid can go for real. Absolutely. And when you could go, you afford yourself some time. Uh, Eminem, Stan, one of the best stories in hip hop. So we gotta True. throw M back in there. True. Uh, Nas, of course, if that wasn't already brought up, but that's just getting repetitive. Wale was telling me that his Jesus piece story. And that's why, you know, that's what got me to remembering how old I was. He said that perspective, like that style of story hadn't been done since Nas, I Gave You Power. power, Mm -hmm. Then I remembered how old I was when that song ruled my life. I was my son's age. Mm -hmm. Life is quick. (laughs) (laughs) If you just start remembering life and hip hop, (laughs) oh, man, this shit is fast. Uh, Joe Budden's a pretty good storyteller, too, though. Yeah, not too bad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've got great underrated storyteller. Me, yeah, I've heard some of your greatest stories. Mall, We're not talking about rap. I was talking about rap. Oh, no, I am too. There's <laughs> a lot of shit that you ain't write yet that, that's, that's, that I was there for. That's some of the greatest shit that was never heard. I'm telling you, I fucking text Leor, and he he hasn't texted me back yet, but I'm waiting for him to text me back because some of that stuff I could bring to life right there on YouTube. Leor, call me. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. we could bring those stories to life. Absolutely. Damn, those are some good stories too. But uh, yeah, Joe Budden, underrated storyteller too. Absolutely. I'm not allowed to say that, but I am. No, you are. I put three sides to a story against any Ro- story. Royce the five nine. Underst- oh my goodness gracious! Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Underrated storyteller. This is a good list we just did. Yeah. We I think we just came up with the best storytellers in in, in well, hip hop. Well, shit, we didn't even say big. Big is amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean big. active. Yeah. I mean active actively. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I was saying that. And this is my response to the Cole fans that say Cole is a better storyteller than Kendrick. Cole tells a better surface story than Kendrick. If there's just a quick synopsis to be given, I'm going with Cole. Be clear that you're not saying Cole is surface. No, I'm not saying Cole no, is surface. Just, just no. no, I'm not here. saying Cole is surface. Cole fans, I'm not saying Cole is surface. I hate that we have to do that. It's, it's That's nuts. where we had in hip hop, man. I'm telling you, I hate that we have to like, really whack, break bro. it down and really say what we're saying. Like, you know, nobody is saying that Cole is a whack storyteller or he's just a surface. We are in no. the era of fucking sensitivity taking over. And for somebody like me who's just blunt and want to fucking talk, boy, it's frustrating. All right, so back to the point. Cole, no, not surface. But if he, if we just want a quick summary of what happened i think cole will give it to us yeah if we want to know what happened for real <laughs> yeah i'm going to fucking kendrick kendrick mm-hmm. is just more detailed and cole fans i'm gonna pit kendrick's entire first album against anything y'all say 
Because mm-hmm. that's the story. <laughs> one whole story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not comparing record versus record, yeah. No, I mean, no, no, if, no, no. That whole first album is a story. That's itself. a story. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That, that was such a bold move, that concept album on your debut album. I give credit uh, Kendrick a lot of style points. I took a lot of confidence. Yeah, he do a lot of ballsy shit, shit man. To pimp a butterfly after that is ballsy. Yeah, damn is the least ballsy thing he's done. As great as that album is, I actually like it better than to pimp a butterfly. I like it but so much because it's not so ballsy. <laughs> it's yeah, like it's, it's, it's Kendrick chilling. To the point. It's a good beats and rapping. Yeah, it's just good shit. So in closing, do we have any more Kendrick? Uh, uh, Kendrick's damn album to debut at number one on the Billboard. I think 500,000 they said. Almost 500,000 units. Congratulations. Hold up, man. Round of applause is fucking... is called for. Very necessary. Uh, well deserved. Wasn't right. Not really a shocker there. All oh, right, all right, all right. Let's, uh, let's stay within younger rappers. We had a conversation at the end of last week's podcast that never made it on air. Why do you hate Tyler, the Creator? I don't know Tyler, the creator, mm. so I don't hate Tyler, the creator. Mm. I think that I would hate being around Tyler, <laughs> creator. <laughs> that's funny. I would. Is that because you're I, angry? I know that man. sounds like a diss, but I don't mean to be diss to diss him. Where you take that energy, to me. though, you take that energy and put it towards his whole career. You've thrown a lot of shots at him, whether you know it or not. Give and them, I think, give and them I think, to me. And I think you did well in our conversation afterwards. You was make. Shots. I forgot what they were, but it made me write it down. And say, I love dissing him. Tyler the Creator. I know. Why? He's easy to diss. Why? It just is. This started that whole chance independent debate. I don't understand how you don't love him. He stands for how everything you who? stood for. Independence. He's leading that independence at at that point. I think he did a lot for independent hip hop. When I say I don't see, this is where the line gets blurry. I don't feel I'm well versed enough in Tyler or Odd Future to be able to or have a retort for anything that you're saying. When I speak negatively on Tyler Creator, it's just because I'm an introvert that just hates people. And watching him in his animation, mm-hmm. I know I would be driven crazy if I were around him. Well, I'm not and saying going tour. So when I was in the elevator with him and I started going crazy in my head with him and Chance, and I'm looking at Chance and I'm looking at him and they're just having a fucking fun time. <laughs> <laughs> Just young, independent kids enjoying their life and, yes. and moving the culture forward, like yes, you say? Yes, I hated it. And I'm sitting there with fucking Slaughterhouse trying to fucking figure out how the fuck I'm getting off this tour. <laughs> how many more syllables you can fit in a sentence? <laughs> he, look how funny he finds that. <laughs> like, look yeah. at you. It's something really wrong with you, man. It's something really wrong with you. That is funny. That's great. So that's what I mean. As far as him forwarding the culture and independence and all of that shit, that video he did when he was eating snails, I love that shit. Um, Earl sweatshirt, I love, I love him. Um, well, the thing their is, their show, yeah. Tyler's brain, his show, like, I guess that's where it's blurry for me. Rapping, I judge him differently. His other stuff, everything about his brand, I love a lot. I love the show. I love when they diss me. I love what he does, the skits. I love all of that shit. It took both of y'all to really school me on Donald Glover before I could appreciate him the way I should have. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Like, and, and that's when news just kept coming about him. Fucking 
again at different times from both of y'all. Maul told me about him in fucking 2000 and whatever year that was. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, if you don't get this weird nigga to fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then you came and said, yo, you know he's not even a rapper? Yeah, I said, huh? He's a bunch of shit. Man. And it's like, no, he's a comedian. Wait, a comedian? He's an actor. Wait, huh? <laughs> Wait. Right. Whoa. See, that was my point on the show. Today, the era we in is... And I don't know if that's good for rap or bad for rap, but the Everwin is hybrid. You got to be a hybrid. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to deliver in multiple fat. You got to be Mac Wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to be who did we just name Donald Glover. You got to be Tyler the Creator. You mm-hmm. got to be Drake. Mm-hmm. You got to be all these things. That's what me and Kaiser was talking about too. When I was trying to get to the bottom of the 360 deal and who birthed it and where the fuck it came from. When I was doing my due diligence yeah, before I reported some shit, I went to fact check it. You fucking piece of shit journalists out there. By anyway, the way, I don't understand why you thought the 360 deal was good for hip hop, but that's neither here nor there. You mentioned that on the show. The I was like, Wait, that was terrible for hip hop. That's not true. That's a misconception. We we would have went to independence quicker had that 360 deal not existed because it kept the labels alive. It, from a label aspect, it was amazing. Mm. Great job, Kevin and Leo. You are now keeping Def Jam afloat because now you're taking their tour and their merch. Mm-hmm. That's not great for the artist. Now, mm-hmm. time out. See, that's where it gets a little fuzzy. Um, you be the label for a second. And this is where I always understood. The label's thinking was, okay, you're not going to become a star unless we make you the star. You're going to have shit, zero zilch, unless we create it for you. We would want to partner in that. So, for example, they would, Def Jam would still be eating off of Ludacris in his Fast and Furious uh, fame. If he if that were the type of deal that he were in, so right, you can understand that thinking, right? Right. No, I said it was great for the label. So no, it was great for the artists, some artists too, and that's where the three sixty got blurry. I it think was, it, where it was great for some, it was worse for more. <laughs> I think it cri- it crippled the speed to independence to where we are now, where we get an odd future that's leading the charge, saying fuck every last one of these labels trying to sign me. I got execs tweeting me. I'm saying "fuck you" back. I just think that's a like that wouldn't have happened if the 360 didn't get out of here. Well, it's still here, but it's still here. It's still. But it's not the most lucrative thing you can go to right now. Artists are still rushing to relinquish their rights. Yeah, they're rushing at an all time high. It's not very many people that are still forwarding the the waving the independence flag. So even though we have these chance arguments, I gotta be pro chance, even if I don't think he's independent and pro Tyler. Well, I'm really pro-Chance a lot, mm-hmm. like just the person he is. I would love to sit down and talk to him. Tyler, I would be scared to sit down and talk to because my <laughs> nerves would go. I'm just, and that's me. That's not a detriment to him. I'm sure he's a great guy. Uh, listen, I'm not, I'm not an Odd Future fan. I just love what they represent. When they first came out, I heard it. I was like, all right, this isn't for me. Maybe a couple years younger than me would like this. But I'm really happy that hip-hop is still scaring middle-aged suburban white parents. Because I felt like it wasn't scaring. I was like, all right, fine. People, white people are scared of hip-hop again. This is great. Because when Odd Future came out, parents were scared. Terrified. Those kids were nuts. Because The same reasons you just said. Tyler's yeah. kind of out of his mind. It, sca- yeah. it scared parents again. That's why I like them. I'm not going to go out and you run and listen to You could be an Odd Future. <laughs> I could see you doing I, that. I look like the older version of that white kid that they always put on the album cover. So, yeah. 
I could see it. I wouldn't know the white kid they always put on that scene. Roy's a hipster, but anyway. Uh, sure. What, so what? So what else do we have? That was a lot of good content by mistake. <laughs> All of that was great. Uh, what else do we have here? Do Do we uh, want to touch on? Stay on chance. His, he just did a deal with Netflix. Netflix is getting everyone the fuck out of it. They got Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. uh, Chappelle. Just got Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. Got Bill Burr. You got four of one of the bigger comedians out there. What deal did Chance do? Uh, they are going to do like you know how HBO. I could be getting this wrong, so don't kill me. You know how like HBO does I'm the tours. I'm gonna kill you if you get this wrong. Okay, I was more talking to our <laughs> listeners because oh. the things you say in, in my mentions affect me so much. Um, you know how HBO and Showtime and shit would follow an artist for their tour, and you could like watch their tour from your house. Chance is doing that. Netflix, with Netflix. is going to do that with his tour, mm. which I think is amazing. Nobody wants to hear my. Never mind. Is he independent? Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> I don't even care about that. My bigger point that we won't talk about. Chances, man, in the next five years. Oh, I know a point you want to talk about. We're not talking about that. We're not going to. But, but in I the know, next five I years, man, oh, it's happening. The groundwork is happening. Yeah. I don't hmm. want to get into it because we can't A say Netflix it, deal, nigga? Yeah. He's already giving a million dollars to every Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> <laughs> He's already paying for Geico insurance on every car in Chicago. The groundwork is being laid. <laughs> y'all know if y'all seeing it. <laughs> but it's happening. But anyway, off of that. Do you want to talk about uh, uh, Mr. Goodwin? Mr. Goodwin is the older gentleman who appeared to be murdered. In broad daylight, in cold blood, by a man going with the by the alias of Steve Stevens, who earlier this morning committed suicide, or yesterday morning committed suicide, is the story. This morning, I didn't click the link to really continue reading about it, and boy, oh boy, before I saw that story, my brain was going with conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. I was buying in. Where do we stand? Wanna, are are we rolling? I don't want to be insensitive to, because if this gentleman really decides, I haven't fact-checked enough, I so I can't been. be insensitive yet. But from <clears throat> from the jump, I didn't really buy it too much. The video, which I clicked by accident, because I was on it on the timeline right away. I was like, what is this video that everyone's talking about before they were saying stop retweeting it? I clicked it and I watched it. As sick as it was, it still looked a little odd to me. Mm. If you, If my phone is right there, and I shoot someone in the head, and I don't have blood when I turn the camera back to me or blood spray on the lens. I've never shot anyone in the head, but it's a little weird to me. But didn't think anything of it. Then the 15 bodies, but they can't find any of them. Weird to me, too. They can't find someone with a GPS in their car and in your phone, and you're on Facebook non-fucking-stop. Weird to me. You're in fucking, you're seven hours away in three hours. Weird to me. You didn't stop at one toll. Weird to me. No gas. Weird to me. That's where I stand on it. All those things are weird. Yeah, that's why I ain't really trying to touch on that. Yeah. Me neither. But if that gentleman did pass away, you know, condolences to the family. Yeah. That was really sick. Uh, and I think we need more gun control. Liberal. Well, right rest in peace if that was real to Mr. Goodwin. And rest in peace if that was fake to Mr. Goodwin. Because, boy, when they find out. They're going to let you have it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whose idea was it behind that? I hate when that shit like that happened and then we got to start reading all the stories of, oh, this is just to, uh, this is just to keep y'all in the dark and keep y'all led astray when they trying to unveil a bigger picture down the line. 
Yeah. Yeah. Y'all niggas watch too many movies, man. Speaking of. I'm not going to ask you if you've seen this mall. Uh, and we can time mark this, by the way. This is where I'm this is where I want to talk to Rory about the 13 reasons why. <laughs> I don't Maul know has, if anyone Maul has is definitely not seen Maul this. Mall has not seen the 13 no. reasons Maul's why. Mall is one of the reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> Maul is the reason why. <laughs> Maul has a tape. What? Maul is tape six side no. B. Maul is a reason why it's funny as hell. I don't even know what y'all talking about. All right, so Maul, let me in, let me school you so you can tell everybody on fucking Fordham. Listen, <laughs> 13 Reasons Why is a Netflix miniseries that seems to be taking the nation by storm. Mm-hmm. And when I say nation, I mean my timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, of course, it made it didn't make me rush to go see it, but it made my girlfriend rush to go see it. And because I live with her and we watch the same TV, I had to see it too now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about a girl who killed herself. Oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> I mean, you get that in the first episode. Well, some people haven't seen it, so I don't want to ruin this. Like we've ruined so many good things. That's the synopsis of for it. people. A girl that killed herself. A girl killed herself. So now, if you want to see this and you don't want me to ruin it for you. Pause the podcast or fast forward the podcast or turn the podcast off now. Now, 13 Reasons Why is easily the worst miniseries I've seen this year. Hmm. 13 Reasons Why is a piece of pure shit. I stand by that. All of the pundits that are about to come call me insensitive, you're right. I am insensitive. But that is independent of my main point. 13 Reasons Why is absolute trash. Now, let me tell you why. What a fucking sappy after school special this was. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? That's a question. Are you kidding me? I'll let you finish. Have you ever seen an after school special? All right, so let's do it. It comes on, and I'm staring at a locker, and there's pictures and there's flowers, and I assume the girl died, and there's a voice now. There's a voice now, and it's the girl's voice, and this is a good concept. I'm in. As someone who has fought depression and thought about killing himself easily half of my life, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think I'm qualified to speak on this. (laughs) So I loved the concept. My girlfriend, who also has had that, that's a touchy area for her as well. Mm-hmm. We're both excited to watch this fucking great suicide, suicidal girl documentary, whatever this is, right? Now, the girl that killed herself has recorded tapes and left them for the people that contributed to her killing herself, the reason why she killed herself. And she left these tapes for the people to fucking hear. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. So home, FedEx just left these tapes at my doorstep one day. So now I opened it and I'm compelled to play it and pass it along because the girl that died is on here. Right. You died. If you don't get these tapes to fuck off my fucking front door. That's a lie, but okay. Oh, please. Are you kidding me? 
If one of your friends killed themselves, you wouldn't listen to the 13 tapes they left she behind online? She wasn't his fucking friend. They weren't friends. They were associates. They weren't friends at all. This if is someone I go to school with passes them to me and yeah. dies, I'll probably be like, all right, why don't you listen to these? This show was trash because it's very cookie cutter for someone who has really th- fought suicide and for someone oh, yeah, who no, has no. actually really fought depression. This show, and this is where I get angry, because I do like the fact that we put some type of light toward mental illness. I appreciate that. But don't fucking make it cookie cutter, and this girl's killing herself because the fucking Chinese girl is gay and wouldn't tell her and 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 passed and told everybody in high school that she was a hoe. Guess what, Anna? That's fucking high school. That's high school. Bullying. I'm right. I'm yes. ready to give my side. That is high about. school. Yeah. Hey, in high school, they say all the girls are hoes. Mm-hmm. They lie on you. You're not telling me that that led to this, led to that. Oh, and this is another thing I hate. This is another thing I hate. And they do it a lot in Law and Order. I understand it there. And they did it again here. And this is how I know that this this docu docu series was not meant for me and my people. It's difficult for us to identify with, and I don't want to be insensitive here, uh, with being raped and still staying in touch with your rapist and still having to see your rapist, that's like a deep college type of thing. I now, I dropped... just college, but yeah. Well, wherever I, I that happens... People are getting raped often in, by people in their building. But I want to hmm. let you finish because I have a lot to say to hmm. what you just said, but I want... Interesting. Just, I think that may be happening more. Well, I guess I got the college feel from it because it was in a school setting. So you Here's have to see someone every day. To, to your point, what you just said is kind of going to get to my point. This was not for me. I don't think this was set up. And My hot take was the concept was far better than the episodes. Every episode could have been a half hour, not an hour. Let's just 100%. Get that Let's get that out of the way. It dragged like shit. But the shit didn't get fucking good till episode 11. But Joe, I, I think when they did this it was to focus on because i think suicide probably is a big thing in high school and i think they were touching upon that which isn't really meant for you it looked like an after school special because the people they were trying to reach are the parents of those kids and those kids and they recognize it you don't recognize it that's why it wasn't for you even i was watching like i wish this wasn't really high school because i don't really relate to it right now so i wish they wouldn't i wish it wouldn't be recommended or under the genre of entertainment. It's like if you watch kids and said, well, I'm an adult. This is stupid. <laughs> if you watch kids right now, you will enjoy it. Kids is one of the hey, best. Hey, any adult out there right now, if you watch kids, you'll enjoy it. If you watch City of God, you'll enjoy it. I can name some shit that's all kid children related, and we're going to enjoy it. But I, I think this was touching specifically upon bullying in high school. And I didn't get bullied. I don't identify with any of that. But just because you didn't, of yeah. course, your own personal opinion, you could call it trash. But I don't think they were saying, we need the Joe Buttons of the world to come in and watch this. I think they need the, the kids of that age. You're right, Rory. And the parents. You're so right. So that's why it was cookie cutter in that aspect, because those issues now in middle America You're are right. being called a hoe. That is making young girls kill themselves. And that's more important to the rest of the world, unfortunately. The hood is not. When there's a high school shooting, everyone fucking stops. When a kid gets killed in the hood from a stray bullet, no one gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. So they're going to put all their focus on these sixteen-year-old girls. Yo, where did Rory buy girls. his Adderall today? <laughs> He's doing pretty good, huh? Ain't he on one? 
His fucking eyes are red and all glossy like a demon. Yeah. What's up, bro? Yeah. I agree. You got it, man. You don't want no smoke with you. What happened? Yeah. Who touched you? Yeah, word. I was on the 14th tape. For real. Where are we going? right now. Pass that on to me. You're right, Rory. You're right about everything you're saying. And and this is where this is where I lose people sometimes because uh, the same way with uh, Jordan Peele and and Get Out, the social aspect of it, I understand and I agree. I'm able to separate that from the entertainment part. Um, so the same with this. If if this were just an educational type of thing to school people, great. I love the message. Uh, I love the I love what I love what they're pushing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's entertainment. Cut off your cap your age group, then cap. I don't know. I don't know if it's I, entertainment. I, I hate it. it. Was, I think it was designed for parents and kids of that age. That's just what I think it was. Um, I think it and was, I thought it, it was, was such r- a well put together show that it seeped into our world because everyone was talking about it. But that doesn't mean it was for us. Yeah. Yes. All right then. So I'm mad at my fucking timeline <laughs> for talking about shit that's not for us. Because when I see it, I'm judging it like it's for us. Right. But very well. Written. I gotta unfollow a lot of y'all on my timeline. Hey, let me be very clear with y'all on my timeline. A lot of y'all still on my timeline because I don't remember who y'all are. Mm-hmm. That's why y'all still. I want to unfollow some of y'all, but I don't remember if I need to follow some of y'all. Yeah. And that's it. That's how I feel. All right. So fine. We we that we will disagree on. Well, not disagree because we agree on the thirteen reasons why. But oh, that's where we're back at. Yeah, we're back. Oh, at I that. forgot we punched in. My yeah, we punched in. We, we did some whole other shit. And <laughs> that was like three hours ago. I forgot we were even talking. About I know. And three hours later, because we just paused shit, uh, listeners and viewership on YouTube to do a uh, interview, and we don't do interviews. And the interview came out really great. And then we punched back into Maul start uh, beginning where we left off. Or where we started at with him being okay with selling out. <laughs> yep. It all comes full circle. For the bag. <laughs> Hashtag for hey, the bag. But I'd like to bag. know from the listeners if y'all will stop listening to us if we sell out. I don't or give a fuck. You have, wait, see. That's for the bag? <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Check the positive. I've been I'm real playing, way man. too fucking if they, long. If they stop listening to nah, us, man, I don't think they'll stop. the bag's uh, trunks. No, nah, man. We're we, 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 we going to keep the same energy and the same, you know, the same format and, you know, do what we do. Sometimes I would like to know, uh, I would like to know the thoughts of, of the listeners. Like, there was a stretch where we were trying to figure it out, and I was like, all right, do we charge these niggas, like, subscription-based? Mm-hmm. And that was scary. It was like, oh, I don't know if niggas is listening, if they got to pay. Even yeah, if it was some yeah. cheap shit. You know niggas yeah. don't like to pay. Yeah. But then niggas like to demand things when it's free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah, it's kind of That's weird. why you got to kind of find that medium. People don't buy apps when they're a dollar. Right. So it's kind of tough if you do that. I'm the only guy running around buying apps and music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody's doing well, it. You still right. stream- I even gave in to Apple Music. I'm even streaming now. Just don't tell anyone or the 100,000 people listening. Don't tell yeah. any of your friends. I've given in. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I have no choice. It's, uh, can they figure something out when I'm on the train? Streaming is not good for New Yorkers. It's good for the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Does streaming work on the train? No. No. But uh, See can, why that's ass? They have, they have, they have uh, Wi-Fi, you know, certain, certain stations and stuff like that. So you could connect and, you know, certain areas on the train, you might still get Wi-Fi, but. It's not that good. I ain't took the but train can, since I was seventeen. I don't know what's going on. You should take on the train, train some days, man. Why? It's, it's keep you humble. Yeah. Not only Shit. that. Not only that. It gives you a different appreciation for like you know. And not only that, but you being that complex now, it's actually not a bad idea because you you can park uptown somewhere, 
by the uh, tunnel or downtown by the tunnel and jump on the train a couple stops. You right there, right across the street. Oh, all of that makes perfect sense. If I didn't have a car service to take me to and from where I ain't getting in my car and driving to fucking work, so I oh well yeah, yeah. to a up and on a motherfucking tra- train. Speaking of selling out, but yeah, go ahead. Fuck, that's <laughs> not a sellout move. Yeah. Are the trains? Is the train system in New York still nasty it's and terrible. disgusting? No, it's well, it's, 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 got, it's getting better. They up, it's, they it's, up the price of tokens, well, metro you, cards, and shit. What are you said tokens? Oh, there's no tokens no more, right? Nigga, oh my, it God. ain't been tokens since Big was alive. I think. <laughs> Probably before that, it might have been Metro cards when Big was alive. Okay, so well, to, was, so to my point about tokens, tokens and Metro cards. they raised the price of tokens when there was tokens. <laughs> yeah, no, now it's no. They raised that shit every other goddamn month, twenty five. I'm not getting on no damn train. Niggas only get famous people get on the train when it's time to promote some I was shit. Say, I'm That's mar- when Hove, <laughs> Hove and Beyonce want to take the train to the Barclays Center. And I'm not rolling. I know you can't talk about it because you're tight on Rock Nation, and, but whatever. I got a lot of <laughs> shit. Y'all just be throwing. No, so let's me. throw it to you now because you told me that no way Melo will be a Nick next season. I told you that. And I said you was kind of off. You did tell me that. And I keep seeing things that defy rule of thumb and common thought, such as the Knicks picking up Phil Jackson's final two options mm-hmm. <laughs> on his five-year contract. And That's Phil Jackson crazy saying Melo me. should just move on. Phil Jackson saying the things he's saying about mm-hmm. Melo. Melo's gone, man. Now with the La La shit going on, Melo mm-hmm. has had a really rough season, mm-hmm. and I love Melo and I fuck with him. It's going to hurt me as a Knicks fan to see him leave. Yeah, I it mean, is. It, it every, is. everything runs its course. Though, it and is. I think it just ran its course, man. He tried, and you know, he gave it his years, some of his best years. I think Knicks loyal stand by that, and we mm-hmm. fuck with Whoa. Melo. I'm by Melo the whole time. Fuck the New York Knicks. Yeah. They did yeah, nothing Phil for Jackson, you. Man. Get the fuck out of here. We love you, Melo. The Phil Jackson move kind of blew up. We did nothing face. for Carmelo. We let a Hall of Famer in his prime die on a team. Yeah. Fuck the New York Knicks. They got him in the wrong well, system. Well, more importantly than that, because this is not about Melo for me. Melo's career and legacy, he's got his, he secured his bag. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Porzingis, Porzingis seems to be siding with Melo. Yeah, he's frustrated. Like, I'm feeding into him liking that picture. Yeah, he's frustrated. That should be a big deal for the Knicks if they're trying to invest their future in him. Now, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking about the draft pick. <laughs> right. Whatever the draft pick is, because I do feel like the Knicks are going to luck up, they gonna get, which is crazy to me. They're going to get that French they point guard, the, and I'm going to be pissed like I was with Porzingis, but I was wrong. So The Knicks know. are the most unlucky franchise when it comes to ping pong balls and draft oh position. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like this year the Knicks will be lucky enough. And when I say lucky, I mean a top six pick. Right now they're projected to land around the 13th yeah, or I something disagree. like that. I don't think we get in top six. I see eight, the Knicks getting a top six lucky. pick. Eight lucky. Shit. Seven, because I've already uh, I've already uh, looked at all the draft picks that I think I like and I want. A top seven pick. Ain't too bad. I no, like, it's a good draft No, it's great. It's not, great. There's five guards that could go. Add Jason, whatever his name is, Tatum. That's six. And I ain't even get to not another big man or European prospect. I'm at six. If the Knicks get a top seven pick, cool. They're going to enforce the draft pick that we don't know who it is, but we'll assume they'll take a guard. They're going to force the guard to play the triangle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The system is staying. While, while we're watching all the former Knicks not run it in the playoffs and be successful. Listen, man. They got to get rid of Phil Jackson. 
And they got to get rid of that system. They got to – Phil Jackson has to – either Phil has to go or let let the coach coach his way. Stop putting your system in the coach's hands saying this is what you're going to run. Let the coach run what he wants to run. Or you go coach. And, well, it seems like he's moving closer to that. He's not going to do that. Well, he is doing it, really. He's definitely coaching. He's doing well, it. Of, of course, he's always putting he is totally undermined to be the representative to Jeff travel Hornacek. with the team. Right. He's Phil still, Jackson's not traveling with a team for that many games. Phil Jackson no. is still trying to force Kurt Rambis on us. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. Phil Jackson's a little off. So listen, in hypothetical world, he's trying to sell. He's trying to sell digital fucking albums in a apartment. He's trying to sell hard copy albums in a digital world. That triangle shit don't work now. It's a dub for that. If the, the fuck out. If not the, only that, you got to have the right pieces for it. If the Knicks luck up, though, and get the number one pick now and take Fultz or Ball or whoever they take, are you going to force the triangle on one of these superstar guards? He is. Yes, he is. And it's easier to force it on a rookie guard because he this is his first year I think in the league. I'm going to try and get in touch with Dolan. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Charles Oakley tried that. No, <laughs> no I'm he not. tried for I'm, years to get in touch with him. Dolan wouldn't talk to him. Well, I just was next to Dolan at whatever game that, that was. That don't mean I he's going to talk to you. Word. Well, he may not talk. Oakley to me. was close to Dolan too. You, you saw what well, happened. I'm, there? I'm a musician. Dolan's a musician. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go wherever Blue Magic is playing or whatever the name his band is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kick it with him. Okay. I mean, listen, it's not far fetched. Phil Jackson is worse than fucking Isaiah Thomas. And Isaiah's my man. I really hope Isaiah don't hear this because that is my guy. Isaiah, yeah. I fuck with Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Isaiah fucks with the hood. Uh, yeah, Phil Jackson has to go. I'm off of that. I don't uh, care. There's a quick hot take. Does LeVar Ball do what the Mannings did with Eli? Is he going to end up at the Lakers? Are picks going to be traded based off of family? I hope not. I don't I don't want him in the Lakers jersey. I'm not comparing the you balls don't want to ball? the Mannings. But you don't want Ball. I'm saying, does For he real? end up? No. Who do you want? Either... Uh, if I'm going to go guard. Oh, you don't want to guard because the Lakers have guards. Yeah, we guard heavy. I don't, I don't understand why we would even be looking at a guard, but I take Because uh, your guard's a snitch, nigga. That's why. <laughs> yeah, your that guard gives it up, tells A to all the locker room business. That, that's that why. That that's why true. Mello's never going to the Lakers. That is Because they got a snitch on that team. Where's Mello going? Where could he go? <laughs> He's going to the Clippers. I told you that. What are we getting back? I don't know. Draft picks or somebody. They don't have no draft picks. Somebody on the, on the bench. Austin Rivers, maybe. That might be the new guard. That's what they was trying to Dog. put together if we get before the Rivers deadline. They was trying to put that together before the trade deadline. Blake. All right, I'm getting depressed. I don't want to talk about sports anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. The Lakers are getting Paul George. That's all I know. You heard it here first? You heard it here first. Maul say every big free agent is going to the fucking Lakers, Paul George said he wants to go to the Lakers. Every athlete said they want to go to the Lakers. What that mean? But he didn't sign an extension, meaning like I'm not. I'm out of here. I'm going to L.A. So brighter days are ahead, Lakers fans. He would do well in L.A. I mean, as a person, not as a basketball player. Why not? No, I'm saying he'd be good out there. Oh. He's got the personality to be in L.A. Absolutely. He has the game, too. I feel like since we punched in, it sounds like an echo in here. I don't know. Nah. It doesn't sound right. Sounds great to me. Maybe it's my headphones. I want to shout out L.A. Shout out to L.A. Shout out to L.A., man. Yeah. Phenomenal project, L.A. Amazing. In the midst of Kendrick's project, I listen to L.A.'s just as much. Uh, I'm actually linking with L.A. this week in Atlanta. Are you? Mm-hmm. L.A., if you want to perform at the pool party, I don't do performances at the pool party, but I really love your project. 
or if you just want to stand by me while we play your music at the pool party, <laughs> I'm down with that too for hmm. a photo op. <laughs> oh, no, he said he's definitely day. coming to the pool party. Black. Black is another one. Black, a lot of black will be played at the pool party. Black, if you want to come by the pool party and stand by me while I play all of your songs or while D-Nice does, I'm down with that too. Uh, speaking of black, to Joe Budden fans, I was working very hard on getting a black feature for Joe with beats already sent over, but then Joe decided not to rap anymore. So you guys can kiss that goodbye. But I want them to know the effort was there because I love black. And I think a lot of the A-Rap beats were great for him. Well, that could probably still happen. I want to highlight uh, Antonio Brown. Is This is <laughs> pretty... This is, yo, these athletes is wilding. What's up with the athletes? You athletes must be brand new to Instagram. <laughs> no. Maul told me the care. wildest story about Carmelo that we can't say on air, but I'm still bringing it up. Hmm? Huh? Are we snitching? Melo's in enough. Melo's in enough heat, and and I hope he does well on the Clippers. The Clippers ain't winning with him. <laughs> I don't believe so either. But whatever. and you are you a Clippers fan or a Laker fan, Maul? No, I'm a Lakers fan. I, I, I like Chris Paul. But you like and I Clippers. think Chris Paul gets a lot of slack for not getting out of the second round and all that other shit. I As, don't think it's his fault, but you know people always throw stats out. He hasn't been out of there. How many times have the Clippers won 50 games before Chris Paul got there? None. They won 50 games every year since he's been there. How many times has the has the uh, New Orleans been to the play, uh, playoffs since Chris Paul left once, and it was swept in the first round? But these are the things people don't point out about Chris Paul. I just like Chris Paul because I think he still is the best pure point guard in the game. Let me ask you a question: Who's a better point guard right now, John Wall or uh, Chris Paul? Right now, mm-hmm. John Wall. All right, just want to double check. Yeah, no, that's not even. Yeah. John Wall's having a phenomenal season. Yeah, today, I like, right? I like, I like, I like John Wall a yeah. lot. That's not. I'm not. I'm not biased to Chris Paul. I just okay. think I still think he's the best pure point guard in the game. Do you guys know what sleeper songs y'all are playing? You uh, seem like you do because as yeah, the MacBook lights your face up, I know that you pull. Well, up I got your my. ITunes. I got my sleeper from Rory. Oh, okay. So I what have mine. Um, Homegirl. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, oh, confidently shit. lost. I had picked something else because I thought you was doing L.A. Um, I'll do L.A. then. Yeah, I thought I'll, you. I was gonna let y'all rock out with the L.A. Or you have something more? Because I had something because I figured everyone was coming with an L.A. record. Yeah, y'all both going R&B. I'm gonna go rap then. I'll go rap. All right, I'll do L.A. then. Okay, so with that said, I'm going to play a young lady by the name of Sabrina Claudio. This song is called Confidently Lost. It's hard. This is Rory's Barefoot uh, playlist, too. I was kind of bodying that set, whatever day that was. Friday Friday at your crib. You were. You should have recorded it. She sounds like she's a very pretty girl. Yeah, she's attractive. Mm. She has a crazy tone. This song is beautiful. Our whole project is really good. Cause I'm not 
I'd have been came if this song is on during sex. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Her voice, she's singing like I be telling Sin not to talk in my ear <laughs> during sex. <laughs> Yo, when a chick starts using this tone close to your ear, <laughs> it's over, dog. That's when you just start got to think about like plumbing, <laughs> sewage. <laughs> and I'm not cutting this song off because it's too beautiful. I'm gonna fuck. Oh, no, it's a whole minute left, so we all can cut off. <laughs> then y'all gonna start thinking I do pay for play. But that was uh, Sabrina Claudio. The name of the song is Confidently Lost. The name of the project is Confidently Lost. Whole project is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't cut it off. Now. After this part, I'll cut it off. If I still rapped, I would try to sneak a verse on here. I would. Even though I can't even flow to this. <laughs> I was just ready to say, nigga, if you find a flow for this. <laughs> I can't flow to this for nothing. Big Sean to come on shit. And I'm back at the first time right there. And everything. Big Sean find a flow in any beat. All right. I'm Detroit thing. Yeah. Word. All them Detroit niggas can't flow, right? Oh, D. I don't know where it comes from. Um, so there you have it, Sabrina Claudio. Uh, let's give Rory the aux, even though I like to end with R&B, and I just know Maul's going to play some aggressive fucking hip-hop <laughs> shit that fucks the entire no, mood up. No, no, <laughs> no, man. Oh, yeah. Because right. Maul only likes the hardest of hip-hop. That's not true. <laughs> he never played, like, soothing rap. I'm an R&B rapper. guy. You know that. That's I my like point. I like R&B more than I like rap. I know. So when you start playing rap, you just start it's, getting it, into yeah, your it's gutter, a, it's gutter a, it's shit. A, it's a balance, man. You got to keep a balance. Yeah, balance. I'm a leader. Right. Uh, well, speaking of L.A., this is off his new project, uh, or to the EP. Uh, this is Slipping Fall with Eric Bellinger. This is the record. Fire. That, this is the record that accidentally gets her pregnant on purpose. Mm. And Quiet is Kept vibes off Eric Bellinger's last project featuring uh, L.A. Mm -hmm. It's hard. So nice tandem, nice chemistry. Mm -hmm. And Blue should be longer. It's the nighttime. I come alive in the nighttime. Me too, LA. I feel like it's the right time. Oh yeah. It's the right time if I'm alive. And it's night. <laughs> For real. It's a genius. Oh, see, he got him a girl that believes in him, too. Describes how we feel up until we climax. Then we want to let go. <laughs> <laughs> no 
definitely let you go <laughs> and leave. <laughs> Wait, listen, it's freaky, nigga. <laughs> Niggas always want to do some extra shit in the shower, nigga. <laughs> shower sex is mad overrated. Yes. See? And they extra. He want to blow her back out. In a like, shower? I'm trying to get my grips on my feet. How do you blow those back out in the shower? Amani is another one of R&B niggas that feed into that. Bust her ass and blow her back out. The first time out, not I. You get an average dick. <laughs> Niggas is bodying the duet. <laughs> they are killing this. Look, harmonies. <laughs> Were they training this bitch in the yes. studio? <laughs> this was a train. R&B niggas make a train sound extra sexy. Y'all niggas got issues. L.A. led the bitch to the bathroom where Bellinger was waiting in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all niggas is creepy. That's a charge. There's something wrong with y'all. If two rappers do it, it's a charge. And Reebok is pulling out of the contract. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, give me the aux call, man, so we can get out of here. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about right now. What the fuck? Y'all have lost all that nigga Ross the entire fuck. Ross started rapping about having a good time at a pool party and lost a deal. <laughs> you know Any- the deals we would have lost if they knew what was happening in those red cups back oh at the compound? God. Anyway. <laughs> Edit that out, Pat. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Uh, I was going to play rap, but I guess I'll keep it. Yeah, vibes, oh, more. I'll, I'll play. I'll play rap next week. Rory is definitely uh, uh, Rory, Rory Jules. Was that the name we came up with for you? I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Wait, were you talking about me when I wasn't there? Rory, Rory <laughs> Jules. Uh, I'm gonna get in. This is Xavier. No, I called you Joe Jules. <laughs> not Joe Jules. Uh, this yeah, is actually this is one of um this is one of LA's peoples. This is from the same camp. <laughs> Wait, how much praise are we giving these guys here? No, this is yeah. This is his uh. His his guy Xavier Omar. Oh, so oh, this I, I played uh, Xavier on here. You did love love Xavier. Yeah, it's a friend of the show, fake friend of mine. You know, people you run into. Did friend. you play Blind Man? Is that the record you played? No, I didn't. All right, so I'm gonna play Blind Man by. He Xavier just put Omar. out a really great record called Afraid like last week that yeah. you should also check out. This is Xavier Omar Blind Man. I like those chords. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's nice. I'm just giving you how the brain hears music. <laughs> I like him too. Oh shit. Nah, he's no, he's I good for real. love you with my eyes closed. Raga would love this. <laughs> Wait a minute! You love her when an R&B song with a wait a minute. I'm the only one that thinks that's a hard ad lib.
to who you are. Got 2020 vision, and I still don't see your flaw. I said you make This is a very shallow song, by the way. <laughs> a blind man could love you. <laughs> see how beautiful no, I think that's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to see that it. means that he's normally very superficial. <laughs> if you're saying a blind man can love you, yeah, you're saying you got some other cool qualities that I don't normally rock with. <laughs> I just normally look at your looks. That's not what he said. <laughs> that is exactly that's what that's saying. He is not saying you have other cool qualities started, that I don't normally rock with. He started the song saying I could love you with my eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, her great Meaning how that's she how makes him you feel. Yeah. It's not what <laughs> yeah, he's singing. What you mean? <laughs> what do I? It's always what do I mean? You're right. All right that's got Xavier it. Omar, blind man. Uh, I it, still it, love it, but shit, keep it a buck. Xavier, I know you listen to the podcast. Uh, we're working on Austin's project, so hit me back so we can. Uh, <laughs> oh, now this that. guy's getting a. Well, we have sold out completely for the bag. <laughs> This, this, this is a mutual this guy is I'm trying A&R-ing to get Xavier on the show. Austin's project. Oh, I'm putting my from the ass podcast. In that project. Cross marketing. We doing all of that for the bag. All right, man. The Joe Button podcast title. We will be back. <laughs> we might <laughs> just find y'all, y'all keep asking for a sleeper uh, playlist. I'm making Austin's project. The original oh version my of my sleeper playlist. Look, mm. I'm putting my foot in the ass of Austin's project. Y'all right in now. trouble now, <laughs> listeners. Rory's thinking of bright ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're in trouble. <laughs> Rory's trying to forward the culture, so we got some problems now. Rory trying, you trying, Jesus Christ. Yo, I got, and we're going to end with this, but listening back to last week's podcast, I got mad when you told me that I've. Uh, took the full take yeah. the culture back you so took many us back steps. So many years. <laughs> Because yeah. I really think I'm doing positive shit. Now, yeah. You got catching up to do. Shout out to Welcome Angel to the sh- Welcome to the party. Yeah, you in debt. You're, you're getting your way up there. You're almost yeah. breaking. You're almost out the red. Look, almost. even in closing, Maul got to close his affiliates. Welcome to the party. I'm so done with <laughs> oh you. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. What? 